Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the SMFC podcast. This is Superintendent Diego Ochoa with the One SMFC podcast. I'm uh, delighted to be joined here by our Director of Technology, Mr. Peter Kazanis. Peter, how are you? I'm doing great, Diego. How are you? I'm doing very well. Tell me about that intro music. This, it's unique. I don't know it. Tell me what I'm working with here. So, you know, from I'm Greek-American. Both my parents immigrated from Greece many, many years ago, and I enjoy Greek music. So when you started the One SMFC podcast, I started thinking, I'm like, what kind of song? What? When Diego starts interviewing me, would I want to yeah. like as an intro? And that's kind of a classic Greek yeah. Zebek. I kind of like that, too, because it's like a lot of people have chosen songs that they like, but that one's a little bit more about your your culture and your history, traditions. So I think that's Absolutely. pretty cool. And, and, you know, it sort of tells you about where you came from and, and your background, and yet you work in a field in technology where things are changing month to month. Day to day. You know, things are like, the things you used to think were innovative are sort of yesterday's news, and it happens really fast. So that's definitely the case with our technology situation in the district. You came on board several years ago. You went through the years of computer labs in schools, and uh, you and I have worked in previous districts, we call them cows. Tell me a little bit about the cows and about how computer labs worked in the past. Well, computer labs were always uh, difficult for some schools and some school districts because it required that they'd actually get the kids up at a class, walk them, you know, five, six minutes to the computer lab, sit them down, log them in, and to be honest, it became a huge waste of time. Just the, just the logistics behind getting and moving kids from their classrooms to the computer labs where they actually had access to the internet and technology. And then, you know, early 2000s, you started seeing what they, we called back then affectionately cows and computers on wheels, mm-hmm. where we had an entire cart of com- uh, laptop computers that was ch- plugged in and charged, and then kids could just open them up in their classrooms and use the wireless technology that was in the uh, as part of the infrastructure, as part of the computer on wheels, yeah. to get access to the internet, to collaborate, to call, video call. Uh, and that was early 2000s. Yeah, and then, of course, as a district, we use a lot of Google products. So we've got the, the G Suite, and we've got kids working on documents at the same time, sitting five feet away from each other, simultaneously doing work together. Absolutely. It's changed tremendously from then. Then it used to be you know two or three kids hovered around maybe one computer, or they'd each do their own, you know, Word document and then try to combine it later on. Now we have a lot of flexibility in the technologies that we've implemented. Yeah, so you've got multiple kids working on one document. And and when the pandemic hit in March of 2020, it really highlighted which kids had access to computers and which kids didn't. And talk to the families out there about what we did in that first year to acquire devices and to get hotspots out there for students. Well, when the pandemic first hit, I started realizing on how limiting the computers on wheels, our carts, our cows were, you know, affecting us and that we were going to have to tear them all apart. So my staff and I, we went through and we basically pulled out all the charging stations and made sure that we could hand out um, laptops and Chromebooks to all the families that needed them. We tried to focus on on particular school sites, kind of like our title sites as our main distribution, because we thought, you know, it might, they might have a hard time getting to a campus in Foster City. Right, because some, kind of some families, when the when the pandemic hit, they jumped on Amazon and they started buying computers. 100%. Like, you know, just as a father, I have, I have five children. I went and I bought computers for my children because I wanted them to be able to 
do their work, and I didn't know if their school district was going to give them a computer. So in our in our district, we had a fair number of families that actually did that, right? Absolutely, we did. We had a lot that bought you know iPads. They bought Chromebooks off Amazon. Yeah. They did that. It and became like a competition. The districts couldn't get devices for a long time because of how much the global demand, all these homes were trying to get devices. Well, it wasn't even homes. There were a lot of companies that found <laughs> that, wow, to implement Chromebooks is actually pretty simplistic and they're pretty cheap and they're pretty effective, so let's buy them. So in yeah. essence, our school districts were not only competing with consumer markets, we were competing with other companies wow, yeah. that were now sending their workforces home. Yeah, you could send your accountant home with a Chromebook and they could jump on on their sheets and they could do their work from Absolutely. Home. And that's what we were competing with. Yeah. And then last year, the district purchased a couple thousand devices. I, I believe it was about 3,000 devices. We yeah. went through the middle of the summer and realized that we had a, a strong need. So we purchased about 3,000. It took a long time to get here, but they eventually yeah. did. And we started giving them out to our school sites to address the needs of families. And the district also at the same time pivoted to being able to purchase programs like Zern Math, Math Nation, Benchmark Universe, which are all web-based curriculum programs, partially because a lot of these kids were at home the whole year. You know, not every student came back. So then we roll around to this year, and we hit the beginning of August, and you and I have a meeting, and we say, how many devices do we need? Okay, we need 5,000 more devices to get to the the, the plateau, the, the, the top of the mountain that we want to get to, which is what we call one-to-one. So tell the parents out there, what does one-to-one actually mean? Well, one-to-one is not a new concept. It's been something that's been talked about in K-12 education for many, many years. And it's literally one Chromebook, one student. Making sure that every student has the ability to have that Chromebook and have access to the internet and the resources and collaborate with their peers as well as their, their instructors and teachers. So that's, it's not a new concept, but it's always one that's eluded a lot of school districts on, hey, why, how do we really justify this? How do we justify the cost? And how do we, how yeah. do we go through this? And how did you decide what device to get? Because there's, you know, there's 40 devices you could pick from. Talk about the model, that, the Lenovo model that you picked. What, what components does it have? Why did you select that one? Well, we... Primarily, I'm, you know, we have done a lot of Lenovo purchases, but we've also done a lot of Acer purchases, and we've okay. even done some HP per, uh, purchases. Last year during the pandemic when we needed Chromebooks, I wasn't picky. I yeah. just bought what was available. Yeah. However, I try to keep a certain standard, and the standards that I try to keep are to kind of keep up with how I see technology evolving. And mm-hmm. again, like you had said once before that, you know, hey, technology changes every day. But our new models are going to be touchscreen. Okay. They're going to have four gigs of RAM. Yeah. They're going to have at least a 32 gig solid state drive. Yep. They're going to have some of the latest, uh, it's one of the latest released models from Lenovo. So we are expecting a life um, before they expire because Chromebooks do expire. They right. stop getting security updates and stuff. But we're expecting that to last through 2000, I believe, 28. Yeah. So we definitely wanted a model that was newer, that was somewhat fresh, that had some flexibility, touchscreen yep. for especially the younger kids. Um, And then, you know, we have a a device acquisition process where now we have some devices that are going to be out there for six years, right? mm -hmm. But really what we should be doing is also planning to refresh new devices again next year and basically take that number, take that 10,000 number and say, all right, let's buy 1,400 every year moving forward until we get a, a better picture 
of how many we lose to kids moving or to devices breaking or to the device turning up to be bad, um, and and as well as uh, you know increased device need for more kids in the district. So talk a little bit about what the idea is behind acquiring more devices next year and the year after that. Well, that's exactly what what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about trying to collect better data as we progress through this one-to-one program now that we've kind of fully vested into it and saying, okay, what is our breakage rate? How many Chromebooks are we losing to kids moving and not returning it? Um, all these factors need to be kind of weighed this upcoming year to kind of say, how do we budget for this? Yeah. And I'll be honest, even though the Chromebook will last until 2028 with security updates, the likelihood is if, if a kid has a Chromebook for five years... It's ready. It's, it's ready to it's, go. It's time to get into one. So I'd like to, you know, even potentially in the future, you know, collaborate with some of um, our friends in Ed Services and through the business department to sit there and say, what does a four to five year refresh plan on Chromebooks look like? In other yeah. words, how do we budget for each kid to have a new Chromebook every five years? They start in kindergarten, maybe the fourth grade, they get a new Chromebook, or fifth grade they get a new Chromebook, and yeah. that'll last them through sixth, seventh, and eighth. Yeah. So those are the kinds of things we're thinking about. We haven't ironed out everything, but yeah. we're hoping to this upcoming year with a now a one-to-one program. Yeah. And what a, what a celebration for all these kids and for these families that, to be able to go to a district where, you know, it's really by September 10th is when we think every kid in this district is going to physically have the device that they needed to move forward with their education. So Peter Kazanis, awesome job. Kudos to you and your entire team because you do have a very dedicated team of people. I that do have a very Talk dedicated Talk a little bit team. about that, that group. So, you know, I've worked in many different districts. Um, I've worked in bigger districts. I've worked in charter schools. The team I have is very dedicated, yeah. and they are willing to go that extra mile. Yeah. You know, when we started... And like, how many of them are there? I have about a team of eight Yeah, on the technical side of yeah. those that I manage. And, and just the other day, you all got 2,500 devices delivered, and... Within one day, this team... We inventoried all of them. We got barcodes scanned in to our student information system. They even started doing some other work, and they're sitting here coming to me and saying, hey, boss, we want to help you out. Do you mind if we work a little bit of overtime? And I'm like, that's fantastic, because I've had teams before that, hey, the whistle blows, and they're going home. Yeah, but and these guys, they really care. They really these do care. These guys and gals, I should they, say. They, they really do care, and they care about this district, and they care about the students in this yeah. district, and that we really work as a team. So, And what a message to give, you know, to give everybody on the way out. This is a group that, you know, these are tech people, so they like their, their uh, you know, the excitement of the tech, but it, at, at the core, they care about these kids, and they care about people. So take us out the way you brought us in with your song there. All right. Sounds good.